Halloween is practically here, and after that, the holidays seem to rush in one after the other. But don't stress, Macy's is your one-stop shop for all your party hopping and party hosting essentials, from casserole and pie dishes to home decor to gifts that'll chip away at your list early. So go ahead, pick up your Halloween costume three hours before the party. No one has to know. Check out Macy's.com. That's Macy's.com. What's up, everybody? This is Alyssa Amoroso, a.k.a. Publicity, who is ready to spill some tea. Because this is Tea with Publicity. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Tea with Publicity. Happy freaking Tuesday. You made it to another week. I hope you're doing well. Oh my God, what's that girl on TikTok say? I hope you're having I hope you're having um, a great day, not a good day. If you know, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, today's episode is with Amanda Hirsch, my friend from Not Skinny But Not Fat. She has been interviewing the Kardashians, Kim, Chloe, Courtney. She has really worked her way up in the industry, and I kind of wanted to put her in the hot seat. We definitely spill the tea, as we do here on Tea with Publicity, but I also wanted to ask her about business and how she got to where she is today, um, because I feel like it was time to flip the script and ask her the questions now that she is this boss-ass bitch. Wow, that is corny. Um, but I didn't do the spill the tea segment this week because we literally go in and out of spilling the tea on all of your favorite celebrities throughout the episode. Next week, I will return with the Ask Alyssa segment. But this week, you have like 50 so minutes uninterrupted, me and Amanda. So here you go. I think you guys are really going to like this interview. And if you are new here, welcome to the Tea Tribe. I interview reality stars, influencers, entrepreneurs, the whole nine yard. We talk about girly shit, whatever really floats my boat that week, like psychics or manifesting or celebrity pop culture. So I hope you join the Tea Tribe and subscribe. Let's kick it off and get into this week's interview. Guys, I am here with Amanda Hirsch, aka Not Skinny But Not Fat. I think this is your your third time on the pod, but I was like, we have to do it in studio. Well, let's bring it back to my first time on your podcast. <laughs> yeah. So long ago. Where were we? In your apartment oh. on, um, was it like South Street Seaport? Yes. Oh, I loved that apartment. I know it's like in the most random first, area. It was tiny and you were with a roommate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we sat in your... Like kitchen table? Uh-huh. <clears throat> and we talked I, about Matt James. And my first one was in your kitchen, like on your kitchen table. Oh. <laughs> and uh, oh my God, Things we were... Wait, far. was that during... <laughs> Matt James hadn't been announced Bachelor yet. No, we talked about Matt James on yours. And then we just are obsessed with him, so we talk about him on everyone. <laughs> also, also um, that's our thing. I'm newly obsessed with him again because his TikTok, I know you're not on TikTok. Yeah. He's like this cooking guy now. Him and Rachel, it's really Ugh, cute. No, and Rachel, like, love her, but, <laughs> you know, it's not fair. No. Let me just put it this she's way. She's so pretty. And No, that's not fair, uh-huh. but also the fact that she eats everything that he eats, supposedly. I know. I'll add the supposedly. Um, no, I love her. I think she's such a cutie, but it triggers me. Yeah, no. I'm like, go home. It, stop traveling. G- get 
be mm-hmm. go home and stop posting you eating pasta and cookies all day. <laughs> Starve yourself like the rest of everyone. Else. Yeah. Um. No, but we what? A- we'll pay homage to Matt James for the rest of our lives. We'll be like eighty, being like Matt James. Wait, I think I texted you this or voice noted you, but I met Tyler C. and I mm. go. I go, oh my God, Tyler, like I'm the one that like helped inspire Tyler C's cankles or ankles. <laughs> and he goes, what are you talking about? Oh, he didn't notice it. No, Amanda, I felt the blood How rush. embarrassing for you. Because he's like so hot and tall. And I'm like thinking we're going to have, have a question. When joke. he talks, is he still hot? <laughs> I felt a little turned off. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that from girls that... We're seen with him and whatever that they're like, no, you don't understand. Like, he's not sexy. Like, he's like when he, which makes sense. Like, watch it when he's like, yo, like, yeah, I don't know. It's not even that. I think it's more the energy around who he is, which he almost can't control. Cause it's like, you know, everyone's like, Tyler Cameron, Tyler Cameron, like, fucking bees on a piece of shit what's that saying flies on shit wait so <laughs> like, when you met him was it obs- like that were girls all over him well it's more like we were at a public event and so people we were at a marathon at the finish line so everyone's running up to him and all the girls are around him at all times so it's almost not his fault mm-hmm. but it's almost like there's like this allure around him that almost puts you off yeah like if you're single can't. like you want to try to get that like yeah why wouldn't you try to get the hottest guy yeah who cares if he's like and he is really hot yeah like, no that's when, um, when he shook my hand what? i've never when he shook my hands i never felt like my hands were so small in my life <laughs> Like, I'm so tiny. I was like, whoa. Pick like, me up. That's a rough, big man hand. Oh, I want to touch it now. <laughs> I'm jealous. Okay, so <laughs> enough about them because <laughs> we always talk about them. We can literally <laughs> do like a, I don't know, something's like a, wrong with us. A we podcast could- <laughs> recapping their life. <laughs> I remember you texted me once and you're like, man. <laughs> like rode on a bike next to you oh a city bike yeah oh my god no we ha- like okay. i mean that's our thing it's cute it's that's our, our thing. thing yeah but i want to talk about you because you went from literally interviewing me like in your kitchen table also i die that you had chris appleton there too like no, you die, always die. tell that story i love telling the same story but it's so funny because like now you're interviewing courtney kim yeah. chloe like you've become this Big time host. And like, I feel like, you know, you talk about these things on your podcast. And actually, I listened to your interview with Jason Tardick. And I thought that was really interesting Mm. because it showed more of the business. Yeah, I love I liked doing his podcast because I felt like it was so different than what I normally do. So it brought something different out of me. Yes. Um, I mean, no, I'm the same fucking bitch. But what (laughs) I mean is like, I like that he has like a different niche you know yeah he's not just talking about pop culture yeah he doesn't care about like what chloe said he's more like mm. how the fuck did you get her and i remember being like well and he's like no no no." and then he really put it the way he put it wasn't the way we're like oh my god you know yeah the way he put it was more really the business side yeah. he was like do you know that if i put how do you say it he's like if i put if i paid 250 people you know a million dollars and i'd be like somehow get these women on the podcast like they couldn't do it it. like how did you do it and i was like oh my god marry me like it's very true mm -hmm. it's very true and i think i've seen the evolution of it because i 
have seen the evolution of your page. Mm. But I think what's really interesting is, first of all, my biggest takeaway from his interview that was so opposite from me that I wish I was more like you was that like, you don't care about money. I don't get it. Well, like, like supposedly. Supposedly, but you're very chill about money in the mm-hmm. sense that you're just like, no, I just want to do the things I love. And like, mm. it, it, because you do that, it gets you money. Right. Whereas exactly. my husband is always like, I'm like, babe, but don't you think it's like bad that I'm not? And he's like, don't change anything. Like, he's like, yeah, don't, don't touch the formula that's working. <laughs> you know, he's like, and I'm like, but maybe I should. He's like, whatever you're uh-huh. doing, it's working. Don't change it. And I'm like, okay, but maybe I should be more blah, blah, blah. And, um, and yeah, so I'm like, okay, I won't, you know. It's fascinating. Cause like I set out this goal for myself. Like I want to be a self-made millionaire. So I have money. At- I have success tied to financial goals yes i don't but you don't have that i have success tied to like exciting things for me which i think is the better way to be yeah and i've but started the thing to is, if people that. don't know sometimes that it's like but those exciting things like now equal money right like yes. i didn't do the hulu premiere for free when the kardashians come on my podcast i'll get a big sponsor so like obviously those are now like tied in but 100% I'll say here, I would do those things for free. Also, you have to do stuff for free to get paid to do the stuff. Oh my that God, you of love. course. Like the, the way you start a podcast, and you know, at first you don't have any ads, and, and, and that totally, totally makes sense to me. But yeah, I think what works for me, and that's mm-hmm. not true for everyone, like Paris Hilton was like you. She was like, I wanna make a million, mm-hmm. I wanna make 10 million, I wanna that's, make 20 million. I'm gonna keep moving the goalpost. Yeah. yeah. So there are people like that. And I think for me, what works is like, I always felt like I need to do what I love. And the the moment that I do what I love, like, doesn't matter. Obviously, it's fun to be making a living out of it. But Yeah, and I do agree because although I have those financial goals, I have always chased what I love. And I feel like you did similarly. Like, the second... Uh, you know, I heard a little bit on the Jason podcast how like when you left school, you kind of just took jobs to take jobs. And then you really started like doing your Instagram as mm-hmm. a hobby. And mm-hmm. because it was something that was fun to you. Did you have hopes that that would become a business? Never did I think it would become a business. Huh. I was at maybe I thought like when, you know, followers started going up a little, I was like, oh, my God, cool. Could I get to 100K? Mm. You know, like, but at that point, I wasn't even thinking about a business. I remember I would refresh my email every day to see if something would come in exciting. I didn't know what that could be. Could it be a job offer? It could have been like Elite Daily being like right for us because they've never accepted me because mm-hmm. I've sent resumes upon resumes when I, when I you know, got out of college. Um, so in my head, it could have been anything, like any opportunity mm-hmm. that would have come my way because of this, I would have been so happy if it was a job offer, if it was, you know, writing a column, if it was BuzzFeed. Also, another mm. place I like applied for, which like now we know isn't cool. Um, but I remember I just thought after I, st- I started it out of like, oh, my God, just for fun. Saw these meme pages was like I could do it. When I started seeing that there is like a little bit of interest, I think I just got excited about, oh, maybe something could come of this. Mm. Never did I think a business. I, I say this because I remember. Well, there mm. also weren't businesses about like this. It wasn't really a business back then. It wasn't. And also, but I do remember 
connecting with like another um, social media account uh, and they were growing mm. r- rapidly and they were already calling themselves like a media company I and see. these big words. And I remember being like, oh, my God. I was like, wow, that's big to say of yourselves like you know Uh, like you're a media but but i never felt that way and even today i wouldn't call myself you know i i don't know i don't know it's hard to define well i guess what my point of making that comment was like I used to always say, I want to run my own business, but I didn't ever know it would be in social media because I didn't know that could be a business. Oh, I got you. So what I'm saying is like... I never thought I would be an entrepreneur. No. Oh, okay. Never. I wasn't like, no, not at all. Because I I wouldn't do anything. Like I wasn't ever like, I want to start my own business. No. But do you feel like now that you are, you're like, wow, I much rather work for myself. Oh, yeah. And now looking back, I realize like why I sucked at all my jobs, you know, (laughs) and why I was like fired so many times and why I was just the girl to have like coffee and cigarette breaks with because Mm -hmm. I wasn't into anything. A personality hire. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, but I'm fun. (laughs) Um, Literally, I'm like, how could they fire me? Like, who's gonna, you know, make them laugh at lunch? But I I really look back and I'm like, it all makes sense. Like even at jobs that were like cool or I had friends there, I was still like just no motivation. Mm. And I'm not like an idiot. You know, I went to college. I have a degree. I did internships to like build my resume. I had aspirations. I was like, I want to be a copywriter. I want to be. But no, my thing was actually never. I was even my mind was even smaller. I remember being like, I'm not trying to be the CEO. Like I was Mm. so like. Let me just get a salary. Let me just, you know, scoot by it and it'll be okay. So how does it go, though, from that mindset (laughs) to where you are now? That's what's so intriguing to me. Because most people, like, you listen to a lot of entrepreneurs and they're like, I dropped out of college. I went for it. I took risks. Like, they are doing these grandiose things where, like, success came to you because you were so... Passionate. Like, passionate and, and almost, like natural about Mm. it in a way yeah so like where was the switch like when you saw the momentum you were like okay like i gotta capitalize on this or you still just kept doing it out of passion i still kept doing it out of passion that's really cool i really genuinely feel like i think like my husband will tell me like you do have a business mind he'll like compliment Mm -hmm. me on it sometimes when i like have a thought and now it's like i i'm so intuitive about the things that i do yeah you know that it's like it comes second nature to be like no you know if if a brand asks for a certain thing like it comes second nature for me to be like i don't want to do it that way Mm -hmm. you know or and and those things i'll look and be like wow i really do have a sense of like what is right for me yeah um and i really listen to my I really listen to myself like with with everything. But in terms of the the making money out of it, like I really do look at exciting opportunities on a way higher scale than I look at how much money comes in. I don't know. And it's weird because obviously you do enjoy the perks of making money from this yeah. and, and whatever. And if I didn't at this point, I'd be probably worn out as mm-hmm. fuck. That's you so know? true. Um but it also comes from a place I feel like of, you know, I'm 34 years old mm-hmm. and I've worked hard to be where I am. So it's like, I live it. I love it. I'm not like 
crazy like oh my god and you know and i need a publicist and like the next you know, like yeah. i'm taking things as i go and exciting things come my way and if they didn't then i would probably chase them more um That's- but i take it r- very day by day because this industry is so crazy and you never know you know what the next day will bring so it's like i enjoy everything as it comes i take nothing for granted and um and i sort of roll with it you know, that's what I really respect about your growth in the industry. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I think since I am on TikTok, I see a lot of the way like Gen Zers are handling their social media, quote unquote, fame versus the way like the OG podcasters are. Yeah. And like our generation of podcasters are like maybe a little less like flashy with things in terms of like. Now every Gen Zer has like a stylist, a publicist, a this, a that. Like you were just saying, you take things in stride like as they come. And I think that's what's also kept you relatable with your audience because yes, you're doing these like untouchable things, but you never got like too big for your britches. Mm-hmm. Like you got a stylist if you need one, but right. you're not every day in New York like strutting right. your stuff, doing photo shoots. Like you're still in your apartment with like your hair in a bun, like right. the rest of us. Right. And I think it is really hard because you get caught up in that. Like I wore an Amazon shirt to Kourtney Kardashian's house. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Like a lot of you people wouldn't great. do that. And like she might know now, but she didn't know then. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, but yeah, I don't let it get too crazy in my head. You know, no. I also don't. I, I literally kind of you kind of have to like disconnect yourself from the situation. Mm-hmm. Like if I went into these situations at 25, maybe it'd be different. Oh, my maybe God. Maybe I would have been sure. so affected and been like, oh, my God, I need to wear this or I need to look yep. like this or I need to whatever. But I really do think it comes with age to like know who you are, Mm -hmm. not forget it for a hot minute and really be appreciative of situations, but also like be like, yeah, dude, what? And I think when you're 24, 25 and you came up so quickly and you're on, you're in similar situations, it's almost like, could you imagine? Like Mm. I would have been such a dick if this happened to me at 25. I would have been like, (laughs) it would have been, it would have been bad for everybody. I really think I really genuinely think, and I say this a lot about age, like as a positive thing, I really see aging in a positive way. And a lot of it is because of that. Cause I know I would have been disgusting if I was on the internet at that age and like getting Mm -hmm. to do the things that I do. But it's like, I am, again, I think it's age. I think that it's an, I'm a mom. And I think because of all those things, it's like, I also know who I am. Like I'm not trying to go to every fashion show. No, I'm not a fashion blogger. That's the thing. Like, it's easy to get caught up in that. Right. Like, like, oh, I could get an invite. Like, how cool would that look or be mm -hmm. or whatever? And a lot of people are, like we were talking about, like before, they're looking for, like, content. Like, they don't know what to post. And it's like, well, that could give me some some things. Um, No, I I totally get that. I think I kind of struggled with that because I came from the era of Instagram before TikTok, fashion Instagram. And then... I kind of transitioned more into like just being like an internet personality versus like being this like fashion girl. And I think I struggled with that because sometimes during fashion week or all these things, like you feel a sense of FOMO, but then you align with your integrity. Like you were saying, like making integral decisions that you just know in your gut. And I'm like, wait, but I don't want to be there. Like 
I do get invited sometimes and I don't go. So I'm like, why? I, you can let all of it cloud you a lot. But if you just, like you said, with age, kind of realize like what you want to do and what feels good for you. Yeah. I think that kind of like leads you. And also you have to know that like what you're seeing at the end of the day and you might feel jealous of or feel the FOMO that you're saying like isn't always, well, it's mostly not what you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But also like, You know, a lot of these people that you do see at Fashion Week, like they worked really hard to get that invite. You know, they had to work their connections or their team. Even Steph Chef was honest on my podcast. I asked her how like how she decided to go this year to Fashion Week. And she was saying like she was talking about content. She was like, I wanted to have things to Mm -hmm. to like cute pictures. And um, and then I was like, how do you get to go? Like, how does that work? And she said like she had her team reach out to the show she wanted to go to. So it's like. You know, we glamorize a lot of things. And I think like it's I love kind of knowing how things work because nothing really phases me and I don't get like jealous easily because I know where I want to be and I know where I don't want to be. 100%. You know what I mean? So I won't be like, oh my God, that's so cool. It's like, I'll be like, no, there are a thousand people there. I wouldn't want to be in that room. Mm -hmm. Like, and if I did... I would probably make it happen. You know what I mean? I That's exactly how I feel. Because like when I used to want to go to Fashion Week, I would go. Because mm. I would work to get invited. Mm. Now I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like if I really wanted to be there, I would have tried to reach out to publicists or, you know, what I, I would have made my way in there somehow. But I'm just like, I don't think I care. And I think that's what's cool about you. Like you do kind of, be, march to your own drum in the industry yeah. a little bit. And you're like literally going into the Kardashians' homes, like seeing their inner circle. What is it? Okay, wait. This is a really weird question. What is like the security like to do something like that? Like if you, you, sho- like you show up to Kourtney Kardashian's house. Yeah. Were you at her house? Yeah. You do you, is there like a checkpoint? Well, the, the it's a gated community, but like that doesn't have to do with just her. her it's, yeah. So it's a two gate gated community. But, Plus their own separate. So not like you would picture like I think the way I pictured it before was like they have like a little hut. That's what I pictured. There's no hut. Oh my god, I picture yeah. a hut with like no, a little no hut. Me too. <laughs> There's no hut. I'm so happy I asked. Let me this. clarify. There's no hut. <laughs> there was a guy that like came out as I got out of my car and like had me sign an mm-hmm. NDA. Um, but they all do that. Yeah, and I don't know what to. I'm signing. It could be my life because yeah. who's reading it in that situation? No. You know. Um, but it's like I'm sure if I went as a friend, I wouldn't have to sign it. But I went like with my whole production of team course. and like everybody signed yeah. it. Um. But, or maybe you would. I wonder if, like, all their friends had signed it I at bet, the beginning I bet of their... I it's on record. Yeah, like, right. Because, like, Steph Shep started as an assistant, yeah. so she probably had signed it. Um, but it wasn't crazy. Like, I even her home, like, when we rode up, I was kind of, like, with the driver, like, wait, is it here? Like, I couldn't believe that that was it. Like, it was accessible. Yeah. Of. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was, like, not overwhelming like i'm sure kim's is like i'm sure kim's is like a i picture museum. a fortress <laughs> with like men i picture like she guards. has a hut she for sure has a few huts <laughs> but i also I picture like. like tall posts with like men with binoculars <laughs> like, like in like in london <laughs> yes okay like, like with the queen literally that's what i picture <laughs> um but quartz is really chill really really chill i mean people are gonna think i'm disgusting for saying that because it's literally like a mansion mm, and, yeah yeah but i'm just saying like doesn't feel like 
Oh my God. You know, like even you see the scene with the couch that I put up, like, mm-hmm. does that feel to you like Mm-mm. insane over the top? Like I was with my feet on the damn couch. <laughs> my dream. It's such a dream. I I know. But the thing is, when I'm in those situations, Alyssa, I literally am disconnected from reality. You know, for 100%. me to waltz in and literally be like, um, Courtney, sit on the couch. I'm going to come in <laughs> and then do this and then blah, blah, blah. And all this shit. Like I get home. And I'm so exhausted because mm-hmm. the emotional, like, what's it's it called? It's the adrenaline. Like, and the energy yes. and that it takes out of you. And when I'm in with her, I'm like, I am with you. Yes. But to do that, probably so much inside is like 100%. working overtime yeah. that I get home and I'm literally a zombie. Okay. But even though you're tired, can you sleep? Because I, yeah. I get this thing where when my like adrenaline spikes, like after a live show, I was up for two days. Like I, because I get really affected. I couldn't sleep the night before because I was thinking of like ideas. Yeah. But like, no, after, are you kidding? First of all, Alyssa, you're not a mom yet. I know. You sleep. Like when you're given the opportunity, you know what I mean? Like all (laughs) that I feel like goes out the window of like, oh, jet lag. I can't fall asleep. Like you're so tired. Like you sleep. No, that's true. Yeah. Mine's more like my adrenaline, though, gets so spiked from like the energy of so many people that I always joke. I'm like, I understand why celebrities after concerts do are drugs. like, I can't sleep. I need to do drugs. I'm yeah. like, because I was in front of 200 people and I was wired. Yeah. Like picture Justin Bieber. No well, wonder. That's why they do drugs not only to sleep, but also like to nothing can equate, you know, to that, that feeling. Dopamine hit. Yeah. Um, are you this is like really random pivot, but while we're talking about it. Are you concerned for Harry Styles' well-being? Because everyone... <laughs> that is a wild Everyone pivot. is shook that he did so many consecutive nights in a row. No, I'll tell you why. I have okay. a good answer. Tell me. Because I was there, as you know. Yeah. With Jimmy Fallon, as you know. <laughs> at the Jimmy Fallon concert. Um, okay. I wonder if Harry's stands are going to come for me. I was talking to my sister about it, who I mm-hmm. took with me to the show. It's such an easy show for him, I feel like. Uh, it's an hour and a half. It's very, like, on time. Like, he goes on at 8.30. He, mm. well, the night I went was his last show, so they did that whole thing for him. So it was a little longer. So it was a little longer. But usually he goes on right on time. He ends at 10. It's an hour and a half. It doesn't seem like a grueling show. You know what I'm saying? It seems like a pretty It's not like paint, fun- like, trapezing <laughs> from the ceiling. <laughs> example or like billy <laughs> eilish like jumping on her knees yes, you know totally. it's like he's like dee, dee, dee. yeah dee, dee, dee. like a little slight like, but like, he jumps no he jumps and he runs around but i mean he's in shape like he can do that i literally think it's like a breeze for i feel like it's like podcasting for him do you get what i mean it's an hour and a half a night which is like tiring but i don't think we need to be concerned i think that his show comes easy to him. Because so many people are talking about how like all these celebrities are canceling their tours because of exhaustion. And Harry Styles is out here. He's out. Styles is like, as it was. With his like rainbow onesie. But he was at the Venice Film Festival back to New York. Back, He really was doing a lot. And yeah. I was like, this poor guy's probably exhausted. I feel like he's chill. I feel like he's good, you guys. I feel like he does like drugs low key because he talks about it in his songs. Like what? He like makes a reference to like cocaine and like you know there are all these edits get posted of him and like someone was like smoking weed in the crowd and he was like oh like i love that <laughs> like pointed to the well person. yeah he loves that because everyone else is 11 so he like gets excited that someone's like, like an adult, adult. 
<laughs> that's why I was trying. I was like, why isn't he looking here? Like, I'm sure I'm the only like woman, like Coog yeah. in town. Also, he likes he likes the ladies. He older. likes the Coogies. Yeah. He he has a history of dating older women. Like this Olivia Wilde isn't his first. Yeah, I heard. So it's just interesting. Was he like? How was his presence in person? I mean, we didn't meet. No, no, I get it. But you saw him in the flesh. Yeah. I mean, I was more into Jimmy Fallon. I have to be really honest with <laughs> everybody. is being more into like, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. First of all, it was shocking that like a lot of people were into Jimmy Fallon. Like he went on the Today Show and even said like all the biddies that were on the ground level because huh. the suite is like the first, like they were looking up at Jimmy. They were so excited to see Jimmy. So I think that... Listen, I get the Harry Styles fandom. Yeah. And the reason I get it is he's so cute, obviously, looking. But also his personality. Like, I kept on telling my sister, you can tell that he's, like, happy to be Mm -hmm. here, that he is grateful for his fan. He said, thank you, Alyssa. I was almost like, we got it. Like, he said thank you so many times. And I was like, he's genuine. Like, that's why I feel like he earned this fandom. It's because his, like... People like yelled at me when I was like, his voice isn't like the most amazing thing, but his voice is cute. He's yeah, hot. He's yeah. He's has a presence. But I think that like mostly it's like, I think he actually worked hard, puts in the work mm-hmm. and is so grateful and nice to his fans that they love yeah. it. Like they'll take anything. So Tanya Rad from, she hosts a podcast and she like does some E stuff. She interviewed him and for like, he did like a music showcase and she went and interviewed him and she was so honored to do it. And she was like at home and she gets a phone call from like an unknown number. And he's like, Hey Tanya, it's Harry. Just want to thank you again for the great interview. He called her. Stop. And she always talks about it on her podcast. How she's like, I will love him forever. Like he didn't have to he's the nicest me. person ever. So that goes Ugh, to show. Yeah, that goes to show. Isn't that so nice? Nobody has ever called. Like I've gotten a text. Picture Harry Styles No, calling. I'm dying. Like she was shook. Wow. She, I know. He's like, I wanted to personally thank you for like the Well, really- why didn't she like slide on in? She has a boyfriend now, but Well, she- whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like be like, what do you want to get a drink and talk about it? I know. I'd be like, anytime, like you want to vent. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's what I'm saying. See, my intuitions are on point, guys. Like, I yeah, genuinely you know. felt like it's he's just a really good guy and like cares about his fans and is grateful to be mm. there. He doesn't take it for granted. That's what I felt. The presence, I'm not gonna tell you that I felt like it was I don't know, who has great presence? Like someone that's just really you know who people say has a great presence, who? which is so random. MGK. Um, Luke, who's that country singer? Luke, whatever. Oh my God. Holmes, I'm so bad that I don't Combs. know. <laughs> We're the worst people to know. There's this. Combs. He, not Luke Combs. I don't there's know. another it's a good guy. Name for a country whatever, singer. whatever. One of the country singers, people say, like, when you go, you're like, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's certain people that you see that you're like, I get it. I now. looked up it his height sense. right away because I was like, he's a t- like he looked yeah. tiny to me. But Justin Bieber is the same. They're like these tiny little dudes. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's not like they're like you know. They're like slender men. They're like <laughs> <laughs> they're slender and tiny. But you know what I mean. They're kind of. Boy-ish. I mean, no, but I would rather have sex with Justin Bieber. This is the thing with Harry Styles. I think his. Who face, would you rather have sex with? I think Justin Bieber. Yeah. I think Harry Styles' face is. Stunning, yeah, and his aura is stunning. But I don't want to have sex. Do you with say it. his aura? Like his vibe? 
<laughs> but you know, I like has a blue aura. Like I don't look at him and be like, I want to jump his Yeah, clothes. but so many people do. So I mean, he's not going to be mad at us. But you know? I don't know why I don't feel that. I know I don't feel like. But, but Justin Bieber. Gorgeous. There's sometimes when Justin Bieber like sways, and I'm like <laughs> sway away. Like yeah, he does like this little like like all he some- needs to do. He doesn't need to do a lot for me to be like I get it. He has a swag. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Harry Styles. I feel like doesn't. I mean, he's literally like bopping. It's like BDE. That's what it is. Like some. People I don't have know. It. Yeah, I think the bopping, even though Jimmy Fallon was bopping, but I didn't want to like bone Jimmy Fallon. But I thought it was I really cute. I get the attraction to Jimmy Fallon. Like, I bet in person, I feel like I would no, feel the hot. same way. No, he's hot. I remember I was like, Taria, like, he's so cute. She's like, cute. He's fucking hot. And it was so weird <laughs> because I was like, you never think like that about yeah. Jimmy Fallon. But Do she you was remember? like, cute. <laughs> remember the rumors he was dating Ariana Grande? No, but I got so many messages about that. And then I didn't deep dive. There was these rumors but he has a wife that like that he cheated i don't know it was it was years ago i don't even know if he was married then probably was married but that it was like inappropriate like she was young i mean not inappropriate in an age sense i just mean like she was young and it was like taboo kind of like oh my god they're dating behind the scenes yeah but i don't know there's like so many conspiracies around it do you ever wonder like what ariana grande does every day like where is she come also like her makeup line she doesn't push it. Like, she, uh, we're out here getting, like, rare bu- beauty in our face, road in our face, like, all of these brands. Well, road sells out in 30 seconds. But where is Rem She beauty? probably is embarrassed that it's not doing well. It's... I want her to make a comeback. She's fantastic. Babe, she doesn't need you to want... She's here. She has I, fans that are, like, yeah. sick about her. I get it, but she got married and went under... Like, she yeah. never came out where of Where are COVID. you? No, that, like, where are you? Yeah, That's what I'm saying. What do you do every day? No, she's still in Are quarantine. you on Zoom calls w- about REM? <laughs> like, what are you doing? I don't know. She's literally... She started quarantine and she never came out of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the last and we saw she her. pops up with, like, a photo dump that's like, here's my cat, here's my fiancé upside down. Oh, no, husband. husband. Sorry. Here's my upside down husband. Here's a meme. Yeah. And it's like, that's not enough. It's like I forgot what her personality is like. I know, and I like I love. I feel like she's like bubbly and fun. She's like snarky, which I like. Like that's why she goes for funny guys. Like she Mm. was always kind of. I think she has more of a personality than like we see. Wait, but did you see my ponytail swinging um, (laughs) thing that I posted? No, which what was it? Just about girls that swing their ponytail. Oh, you didn't see no, it? No, I didn't see it. Oh, okay. Well, she's one of those girls, I feel yes, like. Yes. She's she walks, a ponytail swinger. 100%. Yeah. I feel like there's certain types of girls. Like, there's horse girls. There's ponytail swingers. There's, um... Wait, what's a horse girl? <gasps> what? Somebody just... Okay. I mean, I had dinner yesterday with a friend, and she said horse girl about somebody okay so i and we were like what does that mean that she looks like a horse or that she rides horses no like it looks like you should be strapped to a horse <laughs> like a horse rider oh a horse kind rider. of like i don't know so me and my friends started saying this in college and we thought we came up with it and it's like apparently a thing but our definition i don't know like the global de- definition yeah but like you just could look at someone and be like they give me an example on a horse. not me bella hadid Horse girl. I mean, we've seen her on a horse. I Kendall Jenner, horse girl. We've seen her I on know, a horse. It's usually like the they look like Samantha, the American Girl doll. Like people that are horse girls have like the long <laughs> brown hair. Uh-huh. Like they just kind of look like Got they you. should be strapped to a okay, horse. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another good one. That's because those are obviously can famous. You, yeah, people, can you so. think of someone who hasn't been on, seen on a horse? Honestly, I could see like Blake Lively being a horse girl. Okay. Like that vibe. Okay. 
I get it. Like, there's just now I need to remember who my friend said was a horse girl. Like, there's just certain people that you're like, oh, that's a horse girl. Okay. I'm I'm curious what the official definition is because we were very shocked to learn that we didn't make it up. Horse girl. We're gonna go to find out. Trusty old UrbanDictionary.com. Okay, let's see. Oh my god, all these movies come up. Like, I don't want to horse girl. Wait, how do we start talking about that? Who are you saying was a horse girl? Ariana Grande? No. Who were we even saying was a horse girl? I don't know. Okay, a girl who's. Okay, wait, wait. A horse girl <laughs> is a crazy girl who has an obsession with horses. She does not admit crazy, that she's she, a crazy girl, it says. Yeah. <laughs> has an obsession with horses. She doesn't not admit that she is, but she does call herself an equestrian. They usually talk about them all the time. Eh, I don't love that one. That's not we a We need a new one. definition. Yeah. <laughs> a crazy middle-class white girl who is obsessed with horses in general this species of human is especially oh my god horny and kinky what the fuck are these what the hell is going on i don't know i'm curious what the internet thinks a horse girl is weigh in everybody okay let, everybody let me, weigh in let me know your definition and also give us more examples yeah mm. my i'm gonna do a question box submit your oh who's horse, a horse girl? girl okay that's good because like we that. it helps you kind of put like yeah a, okay a vibe to it. Yeah. But me and my friends in college would literally walk around on campus and be like, oh my God, that's such a horse girl. <laughs> it's so, this is only interesting to me and I'm not cutting you off. Yeah, yeah. No, just kidding. Just because Someone somebody said it. said it yesterday and we were like, does it mean she looks like a horse? Doesn't that happen though where like you hear something for the very first time well, and yeah. then the next day you're like, what? it's all over. Like it, the Uggs that you're wearing right now. Like the Uggs. Now you, you'll see them everywhere. You influenced me. I know, but aren't they hard to get on? Um, my mini, I ordered, I think a size too big. So these go on. Oh, okay. But then they're big on you. My other But why ones? didn't you exchange them? I don't know. Cause I'm lazy. Mm. Like I put them on and I thought they were the size of my other Uggs. Yeah. So I'm like, this is weird, but like, whatever. So I started wearing them and then I was like, wait, these are too big. Yeah. And so my size s- down on Uggs guys size down because they only come in whole sizes, not half right. sizes. Yeah. So I'm a seven and a half. So I went eight. Cause I'm like, oh, oh I my wear- god, what? you're literally wearing a boat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, That's I insane. Like, I'm, it's winter. I want to wear like a thick sock. No, no, no. No, they also, no, 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 you're stupid. I'm swimming in them. No, that's so dumb. <laughs> my sister, the same thing happened. And then she went to go order them and they were sold out. Yeah. So she's like, oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Till next year. <laughs> okay, back to you because we did, uh, I think a my tangent. Harry Styles tangent, tangent got us yeah. off track a little bit. Oh, maybe Olivia Wilde looks like a horse girl. Definitely. Yes. A horse girl. Okay, I get it. Exactly. Get it, get it. Okay. Like, that's a perfect example. Okay. Um. Yeah. Spot on. Okay. Ooh, and also like a Leighton Meester type. Oh, get it, get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so back to you. Um. Okay. So you got to interview all three of the Kardashians. <clears throat> Who's next on your like wish list of oh my people? God. My wish list got so long. I feel like. Mm. Um. But. Well, you did Addison, and you did st- like those are really big ones. Steph Shep. Which, like, you already got, like, really amazing people outside of the Kardashians. Yeah, no, obviously, AJ McLean. Oh, that's cool, too. I know, that was a I cool one. Um, he was so cute and fun. Uh, definitely a lot of cool people. I think, well, like, Britney Spears would be, like, <gasps> I die. Obviously, die. I, like, keep her on the list. I don't care. And the thing is, like, yeah, put things on the list that are, like, 
feel crazy. Wait, I have my one followers for you. actually reminded me. Mm-hmm. A follower actually sent me the timestamp because a lot of them know that Courtney was like one of my mm-hmm. probably number one that I wanted. Um, but there was a follower that sent me like the timestamp of an episode that I literally said it in like last year, being like, "Of course I want Courtney in the podcast." We're like, "That's never gonna happen." Like wow. you have to be realistic, you know. And it's wild. Like, yeah. that's wild. Um, so, well, now it's like I'd want Paris Hilton, um, yeah. Haley Bieber, Selena Gomez. Uh, who else did I, I add I want recently? you to have. Who um, didn't I add? Like, the whole world. You just- should try to have Jessica Simpson. She's doing, like, a press, not a press tour, but she's coming out with something right now. Mm. And she had that juicy mem- memoir. I feel like she needs, like, a tell all interview. I have to interview. read it. I really can't be, like, reading all the time. Listen to it on like Audible. Yeah, who else is here? Lindsay Lohan. That'd be oh, cool. Oh, that would comeback. be amazing. Yeah. Um, or like Amanda Bynes, like someone who's been so out of the loop that like hasn't broken. Their I don't silence. know because it's like we talked about this. Like I'm not trying to like be like Amanda. Your parents yeah. put you in a concert. Like yeah. I want to like be conversational. How am I doing that with Amanda Bynes? Yes. Yeah. So you and I you know? were going back and forth about this, just like privately about like the way like it, like interviews like yours with Courtney. Like you know you made it conversational and you don't want to pry too much like on the Scott stuff or whatever because like you want your guests to feel yeah comfortable. How, she felt so good about it. So good. Like she fucking posted. You know, yeah. she not yeah, she only did it in feed uh, yeah, so she didn't only share it to her stories. Which, by the way, you guys, there are guests that are way less famous than Courtney. Oh yeah, that I get reached out to by their you know PR or whatever to have them. And then I'm like, okay, and then they won't share it. Do you know? I think it's and really... that turns me off of the person. Like yeah. there could be a really cute person yeah. that I was like, oh, they were cute. If they don't share it to me, that's a burn. Because 100%. it's like, because that's just rude. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I've had various, I don't even, I'm not surprised at it anymore when it happens. I'm kind of like, okay. But the fact that you think you're too good to share a podcast that your reps reach out to me to promote mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. and you can't fucking repost a story. I totally But agree. Kourtney Kardashian and Kim Kardashian and, uh, you know, Khloe Kardashian, they could fucking repost it with links. Yeah. And and Courtney put like in feed and whatever. So there's that part of it which always makes me mad, and I can almost anticipate like who's going to be the bitch that like won't re- repost. I it. always know who's not going to. <laughs> like you just get a vibe. You get a like, vibe. Like I don't mind, but it's like, this, like but like Harry Jowsey came out my podcast he didn't and repost like it. wouldn't repost it, but like was answering my DMs. It's like come on, like but also come on, like he's a podcast tour. But it's like my point is like. Don't come on then if you're not going to be like excited about yeah, it or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, right. It's just right. like a weird vibe. Yeah. I don't know, but it's People care about him seriously? Like genuinely care about him? I don't I don't know. Like I love I'm team Francesca. Okay, and I love that she supports you. No, no. My husband knows I was like, "Why does she love you?" And I was like, "I literally don't know." Like okay. I don't know. I have to admit something. What? I like last week <laughs> Stayed up going into a spiral of her boyfriend looking at his YouTube videos, his podcast, his transition story because it's a tr- he's a trans man. Oh, I he has a son. I'm looking at this. I Wait, he's was a trans to, man. So born female parts transitioned. Ma- well, okay, born female parts got. 
pregnant at like 16, then transitioned after having a child, met Frances- Francesca, they're dating. I was- Wait, still has female parts? I think on the bottom, not in a rush to change anything, um, raised their son. Well, no, not son. I think- I think their child goes by they, them pronouns. I was so fascinated by this. I did the biggest deep dive. And like, I really got such a sweet side out of Francesca, like watching their interviews. She's like a stepmom to this child, basically. Like they're going to get engaged. I think like 14, 15. They're probably going to get engaged soon. Oh, this is like serious? Oh, I can't even explain to you. I was up at night. Here's the thing about Francesca. What I liked about her, because I watched her Too Hot to Handle, and why, like, even my husband knows about her, is because we watched it, and we always said, like, she's obviously really hot. So hot. And she looks like she would be, like, a ditz, or, like, Mm -hmm. a bitch, or, like, whatever. But then she would talk, and it'd be like, oh, she's not a dumb bitch. Mm -hmm. Like, she has a head on her shoulders, like, knows how to, you know speak up for herself like there were so many qualities that i saw in her and too out to handle that i was like i love that this bitch isn't what she seems like yeah and sometimes i forget because i haven't talked to her in a long time she came on my podcast then but like when you just see the photos of her every day you like forget but then now you're reminding me like yeah she has depth and she's not really like she's what so she seems. cool it yeah. made me like really but then like how respect yeah. her i was yeah. like wow they seem so happy and like she seems so different yeah than what people like know her to yeah. be kind of yeah um. Yeah. You. You have to look. I. When I tell you, I did a deep dive. Okay. The most like accepting person. Yeah. Which is like another thing where I'm like, wow, she's so not like she's so accepting and lovely. Yeah. I was like, I love this girl. Yeah. And then I always see her oh commenting God, on your friends stuff. With her in LA. <laughs> I know. I have to tell her. I know. <laughs> number one, Francesca. <laughs> but I just like have been getting into these deep dives where I'm with like random people. Uh, yeah. And then I was watching like documentaries on like trans people. Like I literally just the floodgates opened. Wow. Uh, it was cool. Oh my That's God. Fun. Okay. I know what the horse girl <gasps> thing is. You want to know? Yeah. Okay. So I was with my friend Taylor Strecker. Okay. We were talking about Haley Bieber. Uh-huh. And she was telling me, we were talking about how she's like sensitive to like hate mm. and like whatever. She was telling me that Betches once did an article about Haley calling her a horse girl. And uh-huh. apparently she got really offended. Oh. Uh-huh. Back in the dizzle. So we were just talking about that in the sense of like that she gives too much space to like hatred. I get it. But like, I don't think we could comprehend how much she gets too. Of course she gets a lot. But my point is like, I feel there are people that like, I'm I'm not saying it's easy. Like Kylie Jenner, think about her. She doesn't ever address anything. Right. She's not like, I'm bullied every day. And like, she's pretty much bullied every day. You know what I mean? She just doesn't Uh, address it. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I just don't like that Haley gives more space to the haters. Even when she did the Call Her Daddy interview, I felt like she was asked so many times, like, wait, but you're so bullied and, like, so many people hate you. And she did try. She was already, like, she was, like, no, like, there's some she's nice like, there's people. A lot of right? There's a lot of, because there is. Obviously, she's not the number one hated fucking person in America. Well, I just, there's only a small group of people that, like, don't like her. And you know there's, how like, I feel about this? And, like, I said it on my podcast, so I don't care. But I didn't feel like those questions were, like, in I don't feel like those questions were um left room for her to be like two-sided. They were very much like asked with the 
her being the victim in mind. Mm-hmm. So like she kind of had no choice but to answer the questions the way they were given. No, no. yeah. Now that I listened and I want to say oh, this because listen. I had a follower be like, like in a nice way, like that I was judging the interview without listening. And mm-hmm. I agree. You know what I mean? So you I, I was judging on... on I was judging it based on the promos and the headlines. And that's wrong. Cause if you judged my interviews based on the promos and the yeah. headlines, like it's not the same thing, yeah. you know? Um, but I did, I looked at the timestamp. It was 15 minutes of small talk before the rest of it being about the relate, the, yeah. yeah, about the relationship. Um, because I liked the beginning and then I was like, Oh wait, we're only 15 minutes in and now we're starting. But, um, but I've never judged. I'm not judging the interviewer. It's more um, that I felt like Haley had has a lot to promote and a lot to talk about. Like she's a fucking entrepreneur. She's a fucking model. She's a tastemaker. She's, you know, uh, but I mean that whatever. She's all these whatever. things. Yeah, yeah, she's all these things. You know what? I don't I- think she'll do a podcast again. So maybe I should remove her from my list. Speaking of someone that didn't promote it. She didn't promote right, it. Right, she didn't promote it. Because she probably was like, oh shit, like yeah. it's not being that well received, which uh, which I genuinely which feel I bad wonder. About. I wonder if it was real. You think if it was well received, she would promote it? Yeah. I think people promote things that they're proud of. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Are you going to promote something that, and even I think maybe you're wrong. I think that she, because she addressed all the Selena stuff, um, even if it was well received, she still wouldn't want to like put mm. that on her pro- like in fair, her story, fair. which like think about it. Like when Kendall Jenner promoted, she went on Jay Shetty's podcast. Like it's like mindful, whatever. Mm-hmm. She was so fucking proud of that shit because yeah. I feel like it was the first time you heard Kendall yeah. say a few sentences. So she was like blasting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she like wanted to go on it. Like, and she wanted to go yeah. on it and she was like blasting it. And, um, and, she was proud. She was proud. And Courtney, you know, felt a similar way. And that's what I love. It's like you want them to feel happy with, mm-hmm. you know, even think about it on a smaller scale. Think about like, you know, a uh, Bravo person coming mm-hmm. on your podcast and the headlines being like, she said about, you know, this, even though Bravo people fucking love that, they share it. Oh, they love, <laughs> they it. Yeah. love it. They'd like be like, yes, this is creating headlines. Wait, are you going to BravoCon? No. <laughs> I are you no I'm not, I don't watch Bravo that much that's the thing me neither that's I'm more the thing. Of like I'm like an MTV girl I'm like a Netflix yeah. like I'm less of a Bravo girl yeah I, I used to be well no I'll still VPR will come back I'll watch it me too there's gonna be winter house I'm gonna watch it summer house I'm gonna watch I used to watch I watch those things too New I York. used to watch Southern Charm but I started this season, like I'm caught up, but on, I was caught up until this season. This season, the dog wedding. I didn't make it that far. Like the it dog is- wedding, you guys, that's when I stopped watching a show. Like Vanderpump Rules should thank me that I kept watching because there was also a dog like engagement there or something. Yeah, like a puppy gender reveal or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like those things like turn me off galore. And I don't know, reality TV it's gotten bad. It's gotten bad just because the editing time. Are you watching Bachelor in Paradise? I'm not. It, you're. You would be infuriated. How bad it is. It's so. I go on rants about this all the time <laughs> about just reality TV in general, and this is why I fell off like Bravo. Yeah. 
these pro- okay first of all the cast members think they could play producer which gets annoying second of all there's too much producer intervention in bachelor in paradise why I wait love- it's not as good as it used to be i mean oh my god it's awful why i love love island and i know you just watched it is because it doesn't feel super facilitated like it's not someone like bringing a birthday cake so you could throw it in the fire yeah producer you just know bring- that like They'll go have the morning thing. You know those things. The you chats, know, like, right, the yeah. chats. You know, like, there are those things that are like, hey, in the morning you go here. Yeah. But yeah. But it doesn't feel like there's like <laughs> Bring a the producer like bringing in, like, a- setting up a fake date. Like, yeah. oh, um, we just bought you this necklace. It's like, how did they get this necklace? Right, right, in this exactly, villa. exactly. The Bachelor still is doing that. Like on last night's episode, this girl goes on a date and she's really happy. She's finally getting attention from this guy. They come back from the date. They bring in his ex. Do you like The Bachelor so calculated still? Yeah. Or it's like, you know, this one guy set up a date for this girl and she's like, oh, my God, did you think of this on your own? And he's like, yes. It's like, okay, so where did he get the snorkel from? Where did he get? (laughs) champagne like clearly the producers are setting this up and it just feels so forced yeah it's and now they're trying to make casa more happen on bip no yes no yes no they're doing it next week what are they calling it they're calling i don't know but it sounds like they're calling it basically casa more in, in the promo and they're splitting up the house it's no, it's so Wait, I'm so mad. Bad, Amanda. No, I'm so mad that they're genuinely copying Love Island. Because Love Island is the best, you know how I feel. I know, I know everybody loves the that. The best reality TV show yeah. cuz it just I'm like, so excited for the winter one. It's there's equal opportunity for everyone to fall in love and like drama naturally occurs. I know, but it's yeah, so I forget that it's like every day. I love it. It gives me something to look forward to. I know, to every I feel night. bad now that I'm thinking about it like I need to yeah, like I've been slacking on reality TV. Because it's gotten and like these people. Do you think that's why? Well, I think Housewives has Housewives became hard for me to watch because I'm watching grown ass women be fucking petty, disgusting Uh to each other and so fake. And, you know, none of you are friends and you're forced to hang out. So then you're forced to fight and like all this shit. And I'm like, I'm too savvy for this shit. You know, it makes me feel like I'm at home trying to unwind and I'm watching people fight. And then now I feel stressed. Yeah. Because I'm trying to no, it's relax. Not good enough. It's not good enough. But like, listen, they have enough fans. They don't need us. You they know? don't need us. Yeah. And like, it's fine. I'll still watch Jersey. I still I watch- like, yeah, I like the idea of Jer- New York and Jersey. I used to watch yeah. always. I think the last season of New York I didn't watch. And the last season of Jersey, I kind of fell off. But, um, but like- I'll watch it. I'll always watch Jersey. I think I feel an allegiance because they're from my hometown, some yeah. of them. So I'm like, it has like home roots to yeah. it. But yeah, the whole like adults fighting thing, to me, it's a little, it's not like fun right. to watch. Right. Um, Amanda, thank you for coming Well, that's on. it. Okay. I yeah. know. We always like going tangents. I know, and... but it's perfect. Yeah. I love just shooting the shit with you. Same. And I'm so happy we Well, good up. luck with your dramatic move. <laughs> that My three month <laughs> Your three month like Airbnb <laughs> that you're, you know. Well, I feel like you'll be in and out of LA in that time. Well, so. hopefully I'll at least be once. Yeah. Yeah. So we can get dinner or something. Yes. Um, plug the pod instagram everything not skinny but not fat uh everywhere you listen to podcasts uh check out and on youtube interviews. too you've been like no just uploading. the big interviews we we post i love yeah just the big ones i know you're not on tiktok but like Ugh, but how many times in an interview you want to say that <laughs> but really quickly yeah your your interviews all over tiktok oh really like 
great promo. Oh, good. People clipped every single like thing. Oh, that's so cute. I know. I love that. I was like happy for you. I'm like, it's all over. Yay. So <laughs> check out my interviews and my podcasts and my Instagram. Yay. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you.